Shit. Yeah, that shit broken, nigga. <laughs> nigga, we keeping a ghetto over here. What the hell? What you think Spotify provided those? <laughs> Did you check Jay Z's age? He was fifty two. Yo, you know Blue Ivy's ten? That's crazy. Yeah, I think I saw something on social media that said she's ten years old. Or you're talking about family? No, I, I I don't have kids. Damn. Yeah. I be feeling like damn, yo. What's the proper age to have kids? There's no more Fuck. rules, bro. Tony Randall had kids when he was like eighty one or some shit. But you know, you, you know what I was trying to say though, right before is like, I really don't think Drake has no plans of leaving this shit alone. No, no, it's, no, it's two I, of them, Drake and Nicki, and and I thought Nicki would have like released her reign a little bit because like she got family and shit like that. But like, I think they're both addicted to the game. It was like Ace, you I love the game. So, so I don't disagree with what you're saying, and um, you probably forgot, and this is a shameless plug. I wrote a think piece for uh, Complex, and oh, it was about how like Drake really molded like. The throne and like change the qualifications. Like if you're gonna sit in the throne now after Drake, like you gotta be qualified in a different way. Do you think Baby could do it? Absolutely. But nah. you have to want it. You have to want it. Well, well and okay. I, I do think I, th- I, I do think those guys are looking at Baby in an elevated way, and they want to be at the head of the pack. But we're talking about something specific, right? Mm. The throne, like. This is is the throne now because Drake is sat in it almost now like vacant. super commercial no super commercialized where Lil Baby is the hottest thing smoking culturally but will that be enough to be in the throne I think I think the throne is a cultural reference only people like us talk about it right there's mm-hmm. one thing about being the highest selling rapper the hottest rapper the biggest rapper you don't necessarily sit on the throne Jay used to sit on the throne right Jay, a lot of those years, wasn't the highest selling rapper. It was a combination of things that made us think that he was there. It wasn't just that he sold. It's a lot of dick riding that made not, but, 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 let's, let's go back to something you said, right? Like being battle tested, right? So, okay. Are you ba- that? Right, right. Are you that? Influence, right? So there was a time where Jay was out. I'm glad you said that. Right? And by the way, you know, like this is not even a shameless plug, but I guess it is because we also do got to get to like you know even the rap caviar, ah, like yeah. you know, I'm teamless, like you know, all teamless. And you're right. Like rather than the commercial aspects of Drake being at the throne, is that there are certain requirements bow tested. You have to check a few boxes. Yeah, you have to be respected. You have to have credibility. You have to. I don't know that you could be on the throne without being influential. You have to be influential. Drake is 1,000% mm-hmm. influential. Um, you do have to, like, scale, right? Like, you can't <laughs> sell 10,000 copies yeah. and like, think like yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you're on the throne. No, I agree. Yeah. You yeah. have to be battle-tested or inspire fear. True. Okay, do you think that, like, and, and maybe, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to fucking talk into existence or talk to beyond you know in the future where maybe you're not the guy who's heading up like rap caviar in that seat but do you ever foresee a time where culturally that throne reference just doesn't matter because i think it matters to you and i feel like you come from a particular era which you also you're you've been accustomed to and you ingratiate with the new era but is there an era after this where they're like, yo, no, Jack Harlow got the fucking throne. Ak, I think we're here right now. Do you really? I I am concerned that we're here right now. I just had a whole conversation. I'm, I'm going to do a shameless plug. Um, we're launching a Rap Caviar podcast. As you should. Right? Congratulations. Um, thank you. By the way, wait, wait, hold on. You guys had like kind of like a podcast already. I, I had a podcast with my boys, John Tanners and and Trent Clark, but it, it's kind of parked. It's paused. Like I don't have time really. So what we're doing is we're launching a rap caviar podcast. Called, it comes out um, August fourth, and Jinx is hosting it. Mm. Uh, by the way, you got to come on. We already talked about you for like several topics. You really, one thousand percent. You got to come on. Like we have a, a running list of people that we want to pull up. No, there's one topic on. in particular. I'm gonna tell you off camera because I can't I can't spoil it. But there's one topic in particular yeah. that we're gonna do, and you have to be part of it. I'm gonna tell you off no, camera. Of course, because I would um, love to be. But part. but we were talking. The first topic is about who's the next big three, right? We were talking about who's the next big three, Ooh. and that's what I was getting at earlier when I said, in theory, right? I yeah, agree. Yeah. I don't see Drake leaving this alone. Like he loves this shit too much. Loves he wants shit, to stay man. at the mountaintop, but in theory. 
someone is supposed to emerge ahead of the pack the same way Drake did in 2009, the same way Drake, uh, Kendrick and um, Cole, you know, in 2012, 2011, future, like somebody in theory, just based on sheer age, is supposed to emerge from the mountaintop mm. and say, guys, hip hop is going that way. And then Drake, Kendrick, all those guys, Cole, Future, Nikki, they ascend to a version of what Jay is, which is you still respect it, you can still sell records, but you're now like God level, go yeah, yeah. status on this side, and this is the active field. In theory, can can somebody has to seize it. Somebody can, I a, can I ask a dumb question? Yeah, yeah. So if we're, I'm going off what you just said, just strictly off age wise. Yeah. Young boy? He's 22. Oh, here's the thing. Young boy has to do more okay. to get there, right? Okay, let's talk we, about we, that. We, we, we talked about the qualifications, right? Young boy, and this is not a criticism. Mm -hmm. This is me marveling at the impact with him just dropping music, just yeah, stepping yeah. on himself. Like, get this off 100K. Get this off 140. This, I guess, let me ask you a larger question. Do you think a top three, because I think part of the top three and those check boxes we're thinking about. Oh, you have to beat this. You have to beat that. We're thinking about bows. We're thinking about whatever. We're, we're thinking about do, old parameters. Yeah, yeah. Do, is, there, is there a possible top three that doesn't, like, again, I'm not saying young boys are horrible lyricists, yeah. but maybe this doesn't involve a lyricist. Like, I think we never, like, like we, gave, we, we, we gave futures flowers, but yeah. we never ever said, yo, He's part of the top three. You get what I mean? Yeah. And I think we're at we're at the crossroads where now we it might not be. To be honest, one of the only rappers I see trying to do an imitation, or I hate to call it imitation, but but he's trying to be in the mold, which I just think he needs a lot of lot of fucking work. Jack Harlow, the younger rappers, in terms of that, you know, I think he's he, I think he tried it with the album. It, I don't think you know he executed the the best, but like even him trying to go. Bar for bar with Drake, he's <laughs> attempting to fulfill the old mold while a rapper like Youngboy might say, listen, fuck it. That era of, of those lyricists that would be dropping endless bars and they could also make good songs, fuck that. I'm just going to be the guy who's just in his in his bag. Yeah, well, well, well. Because Wayne was kind of, but, but Wayne could really rap, though. But it, it's like. Wayne could his ass off. Uh, so so here's the thing. Like, first of all, I I have to commend Jack for even uh, focusing on that, right? And and Jack has verbalized it, right? He said, "I want to be the best of my generation." People don't say that, right? And that's why I'm concerned for the throne, but is because, you know, I think the the throne is for the taking. Watch me take it. All those references, right, leading up to now, like the control verse, like Cole's had many references, like Nikki, like all those people, they were striving for something. They came up on the J's, on the Nas, on like the people that came up with an idea of ultimate supremacy in hip hop. Like my goal is to sit on that throne. So I do think we're at the point that you referenced earlier potentially. Because when you look at the people who are next in line to be at the mountaintop, or ahead of the pack, none of them are traditional lyricists. Facts, and, I agree. But here's the thing. It's evolution. We were going to get to that point. But are, are, are you down to accept it? I'm down to accept it. Yeah. I've been down. I, well, ba it's, it's a different game, right? Like it doesn't, it doesn't mean Baby doesn't rap extremely well the way he does it. The other thing is, it doesn't mean that someone, if we're looking at Drake, right, and he's still selling... Honestly, never mind excluded because that's just like a specific thing. CLB sold 600,000 copies first week. So someone who can rap his ass off can still command that kind of attention. That nah, means nah, in nah, theory, nah. wait, 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 wait. Act, in theory, someone could come up from the new generation, right? In, in this new mold, rap extremely well, do melody, and become a new superstar lyricist. It just hasn't happened yet. There hasn't been a, a, a superstar lyricist bred from the streaming era. The last time we had superstar lyricists, they all came from the blog era. That's a, that's a very astute observation. 
So, so I think we're heading there, right? Like, if we're looking at the trajectory of the music, over time, lyricism has been diminished and diminished. And, like, you know, you need melodies now. You need this. You need that. Like, there's all these other aspects of your music that, that have been elevated while lyricism has been, like, considered something that is no longer something that takes you all the way up there. So I think we may finally be at that point where the biggest rapper in the world is not going to rap at an elite level. That might happen. Mm. Hey, okay, so I'm going to go a little bit retroactive with, with, with my next thought. But um, in 2017-2018, I thought that person 100%, 100 million percent was going to be XXXTentacion. Oh, but he could have rapped. He rapped. He rapped. That's he what I'm saying. Yeah. Juice World, Juice World, freestyle for fucking. You know what I mean, it, it always feels like those people check that box and also give enough to that lane to to rise above it. Here's as a rap fan, right? And the question I asked on that that podcast, it was um, it was Hakeem and Justice from LVR, and I know you know Justice because I think I connected y'all or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, my guy. but um. The question I asked is like, I we're familiar with that idea because the people we idolized talked about it, whether it's Drake, whether it's Jay, whether it's that, whether it's Nas, like that's what they talked about in their music. So we're familiar with that idea and we we cherish that idea. Does a 15-year-old kid gives a fuck who sits on the throne? Well, their throne is different. A 15-year-old kid, you know who's on their throne. throne? It's not even a throne. Their throne is Dirk, Cardi, and Youngboy. Oh yeah, it is different, but it's not even a throne. The throne is a specific yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not no, even gonna yeah. we're not even gonna hear that word. It's gonna be like so and so lit. Okay. <laughs> That's it. So that, that means the throne is like No, okay, I get it. I get it. That might be the end. Might be the end of it, bro. We need so 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 what I Do you think it needs to be preserved then? I, I would like for it like to be preserved, because like Cause the other thing that's really hey, dying in hip hop is competitiveness, right? Compe- like, no, there's still competitiveness. Yeah, but for what reason? Like, who who got the most money? No, no, no. Well, sometimes the competitiveness is just really it goes beyond music. Like all this drill shit, that's competitive shit. It's competitive, but like, mind you, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like when I think about the the idea of rapping for the sake of rapping, like rapping about how good you rap, it sounds silly now. In 2022, like, <laughs> like, oh, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm right? rapping because I rap. <laughs> like I'm rapping about how, rap, how well I rap. I'm yeah. like, what? Um, but there's a part of the, the competitiveness that it feels like it's missing. Like I said earlier, like, who's ba- like some of these battles have to do with People feeling a way about somebody being like, I, I want you to acknowledge something that I know is a fact. Because of even some of the things you say are, you know, fleeting in hip hop. Don't it make you appreciate Drake so much? Because he goes out of his ways to give you it. When he has a gripe, he brings it on wax. When he has an, a, an issue, whether it's your know, crep around the block, even if it's a hit song, he's giving it to you. Right. And and this is why I always get so mad when motherfuckers compare him to motherfuckers like Kendrick and Cole, because they don't give us that all the time. Right. Like like these things are just rapping about wet dreams and bullshit like that. But niggas, we don't give a fuck about that. No, actually, I actually do that song. <laughs> yo, <laughs> Cole, Cole, I like you, brother. Shout out to Cole, bro. No, no, but, wait, but still, wait, like wait, wait, yo, I- yo, Drake is so hip hop. That's like I feel like niggas look at Kendrick as so hip hop, but I'm like, no, nigga, Kendrick is, is hip hop. But Drake is so hip hop, he is with every aspect of it. Why does Drake still have to drop songs like Lemon Pepper Freestyle? When have you gotten that from yo? You get the hard part nine like every twenty years, my nigga. That's like one. Yeah, <laughs> that's every score you get that. Like you don't get that often. But Drake. Yo, he's going to give you a freestyle at 7 a.m. Uh, on Bridal Path. He's going to be just giving you the shit. I, so I said it earlier, and you, you looked into the camera. like, yo, we're going to edit that. We're not going to give you that moment because you're giving him props. But I said it earlier. What, like, what? You got to give him credit for that. Like, I no, appreciate no, no. the fact Hold that on. he's, but give he's him preserving. The, he's helping Give him preserve. the credit over the other niggas who not doing that. Not we got to give him the credit in, in comparison. I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to do that because they do it in their different ways, right? 
They, they, I, I think I think Drake has mixed it up in a way that's like explicit. Like he's sparred with Pusha, um, Meek. Right. Okay. We, we we don't have we we haven't had that. We we've gotten subliminals. Hold on. This will be. I don't even know if this is controversial. Drake, ultimately, even in the hip hop sense, rises above Jay, because Drake empirically has never lost a beef on wax. So Pusha T didn't win. Nigga, he watched him with Dumpy Freestyle. You got to stop it. <laughs> Hold on, no, no, no. he said it. Drake said it yo, himself. Yo, he said it on Pusha. All, on Pusha might show. as well just come on my like Insta, like come on my Twitch stream and just spill the tea. Wait, like, wait, 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 come wait, on. wait, wait. So you don't acknowledge? So, so the story of did, I, the wait, story wait, of added wait. on versus did, come on Dumpy Freestyle. I'm, I'm, Dumpy Freestyle was so masterful. You, let me ask you a simple question: Did Drake not acknowledge that Pusha got the the better? Of that exchange, did he not say that publicly? Did he, he never not said say that, that even on the Nigga, shop? I've seen every somewhere. word Drake has ever said in his life. He's never said that. He, what what, what he, he said? It, what he said is that he felt. He said. He said. He said he had it because he went to a level that he was down. It wasn't lyrically. It was. It was off being on some really lewd, like just kind of exposing shit, which I ain't gonna lie, that's part of a battle, but he's never gotten washed lyrically by a motherfucker in hip-hop. Facts. He gave common to beats. I forgot about that. Stay scheming. Gave common to beats. How many niggas did he Common is an underrated bat- battle rap- no, no. tested rapper, by no, the no. way. Common did good too, yeah. but, but he still gave him the beats. Yo, he, got, he caught a lot of bodies along the way. Kanye was just, you know what I mean, but, but, but we don't expect Kanye to really, whatever, Push recorded to. You can't. You By can't. the way, Jay called some strays. He didn't want to respond. We all know what's up. You can't. You can't give him that over Jay. And, and the other thing is, I think that a lot of people are revisiting that takeover ver- versus um he- Ether moment, and a lot of people are saying the takeover was a better song. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Can we have conversation? No, 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 no. Yo, Listen, are you serious? I, I love Nas. I love Nas. Shout out to Anthony Soleil. He knows that's my guy. No, 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 no. I listen. Do you listen to the Dissect podcast, my nigga? I saw Cole earlier. That's funny. Yo, brother. Act, act. Wait, wait, wait. Let me get this off. Let me get this off. I am bridging. I'm bringing things to you that are. Conversations that people were having Who? objectively. Just give me the names. Rob Markman. Rob Markman will sit Rob there. Rob Markman love Jay, man. You love Nas too. He does. But still, <laughs> he love. <laughs> shout yo, out to Rob. Shout out to Rob. Yo, yo, listen, man. This is why, like, you know. By the way, Jay's, you know, legacy and history, and just you know what he's done so f- done, done since you know being active as a rapper has been phenomenal. Um, not only his family, not only Rock Nation. Um, he's just built a lot of brands and he's 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 laid the blueprint for a lot of careers, no pun intended. But in in, in reality, it's like you're doing what I would never expect you to do, which is kind of muddy the history of rap with what has now turned into the narrative because of his success. I think who also benefits from that is is motherfucking um Diddy. Like Diddy has a favorable, when I mean favorable, very favorable. And by the way, I like Diddy. Diddy's dope to me. But like, as time goes on and we get to see his greatness and we get to see his success, we really start rewriting the history of what was maybe a different at a different time, the narrative of the time. Like, if we go back between. In a, in a, from 2000 to 2010, you saying that TakeOver is better? No, 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 no. I, that's literally part of the context I gave you. Okay, go ahead. I, I used the word revisiting. People are look because songs age, right? They start meaning different things. So I'm just saying, like, I've had... No, 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 oh, shit, no. Not, no, 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 like, no, no, like, no, no, I, no, no, I, I, no. I'm, I'm literally, like, what I'm, what I'm explaining to you is literally, like, somebody bringing up in a conversation, like, yo... Fuck that. Yeah, I was bugging back then. I think TakeOver was better than Ether. That's happened to me several times. It's, it's, it's a fact. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not making up shit. That's a conversation I've had with several people. 
And when you said name somebody, he gave, he gave one verse to he gave one verse to, to Nas and one and one verse Mob to Deep. what Mob Prodigy Deep. Mob Deep. That he body Mob Deep. I'm be honest with you. Rest in peace. I mean, I uh, prodigy, respect bro. the Prodigy. Um, and I'm not honestly. I'm not even saying I side with that. I'm just saying. That's what people are saying. I, I just remember the line where he said he was calling his phone in 98, running through the projects, all that type of shit. You know what I mean? 36 in a karate class. Like, come on, man. These lines are historic. Come on, off. man. Nas off. The other thing is like somebody, um, somebody brought up uh, the word stand recently, right? He's like, yo, Eminem. You are stand up. Like, so it's so funny because like somebody was like, yo, so Eminem. No, no, no. We got to give Eminem. M- no, no, no. M- yeah, 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 yeah. But, but, but what I was saying is like, yeah. Eminem, Eminem the created, thing. but Nas turned it. It's a thing that we say. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. when he when he called Jay a stand. We started calling people a stand. So if Nas doesn't say stand, I don't know that we use it in the way that we're using it now. That's facts. It just it just stays an Eminem song, hundred percent. So you gotta give both of them credit, Eminem for coining it, and then Nas for popularizing it. Wow, Nas, you know me, man. I'm a stand of yours. I will never let this fucking argument get hey, get reversed. Listen, okay. Nas's people are my people. They know how I feel about them. We we remixed the fucking Nas song last year. Life is like a dice game. Man, I can't believe you're trying to listen. The point is this: Drake is undefeated in his battles, and and that's just I, what it I, is. I I think the consensus disagrees with you. And I think the man in the battle disagrees with you. No, he didn't. I, I should do the same thing you did. I should, I should Google like and pull up Drake saying that he lost. No, he did not say lost. He said, if I have to take a loss because I didn't want to drop my res- response song that was going a certain level, oh, the, the, I the will. That- but he said, I only was able to accept whatever they're saying because lyrically, I never took a loss. And that's a fact. He didn't say that. I pulled up the shot he right now. He didn't say that. Yes, he did. We got pull up the shot right now. I pulled up off camera. I ain't gonna lie to you, but no, for now he never said. I'm, I guarantee, <laughs> bro. If Drake had admitted that he lost the lyrical battle, I'm throwing what out his last cap. By, by, by the way, like I brought up the takeover example, the the final result, we all gave that to Nas. Let's be real. I'm yeah. just giving you an. Ex- I'm, I'm I'm referencing an objective conversation I've had over the years. Recently, people have given that to Nas. The, the, the history books are saying Nas won that. Okay. Right? But uh, the history books are also saying Pusha won that. So you can't say Jay got washed when... Yo. I think they both people took People saying that Pusha won that is like the people saying that um, MGK beat Eminem. It's like... Come on, bro. Serious. Come on. Serious. Nah. I'm serious, bro. <laughs> yeah... I'm Yo, why do people love Pusha so much, man? Because he's a great rapper. He is a great rapper. He's excellent at coke rap. Okay, let me, let me ask you a question. Let me, let, me, let, me not, let, me, let, me, let me not even box in no, into coke he, rap specifically. Coke rap. That's what he does. If Drake he rapped about him. phenomenally well. But I'm just, I just didn't want to reduce him to just that. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you a question. If another rapper rapped about the same subject matter consistently for that long, like, I, I feel people judge certain rappers by different criterias. And I feel like we allow we allow Pusha to. By the way, Pusha is great. It's just that I feel like sometimes we talk about him like he's otherworldly. I think I think he's earned the respect and the praise that he gets. Uh, I see what you're saying because I think that for a lot of rappers, when when they have like a, a subject matter that's the focal point of their music and don't really touch into other things, I think that after a while, like fatigues. Fatigue starts setting in, right? You, you you get tired of them, and the complaint starts being like, they only rap about that. You never hear that about Push, right? You welcome it, but yeah, also, but also, it's because Pusha, the references are always fresh and fire. It's like, Pusha has a he has a good way of saying the, the same things about the same subject in a million different brilliant ways. I'll give him that. He, that's he, the thing. He comes up with incredible ways of referring to cocaine. <laughs> like, okay. Like so I'll give, I'll give him that. I just need to know now. Um, what is enjoyable about a nigga like Freddie Gibbs music? You got to put me on. Uh, really? I do want to know. 
So you don't like Freddie's music? Object like I know, uh, I know, no, I know, no, I know no, you're no. big. Whoa, I know you. Yeah, yeah, have your thing. No, no, so no, no, no. I, I could be objective. Let's uh, I'm a professional. I could be objective. <laughs> no, no, no. I believe he could rap. Um, I just believe that you know he's built up a a tough guy, vice lord like type of persona that he. Kinda, Freddie's a real dude, bro. I've seen him really get his ass whipped by like everybody he had problems with. So I, I'm, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna even get into that. No, no, but that matters. That matters, my nigga. If you're listening to the tough guy rap by the tough guy who keep getting his ass whipped, doesn't matter. Everybody takes L's. Consecutive L's. I was at Prime One Twelve. The video. You was there? No, I wasn't there. <laughs> I wish I was there. Come on, man. I would have had this. It's been nigga. I should have been on Patreon somewhere. You're crazy. But all I'm just saying that, like, I, listen, I can tell you. I give me the allure of, I, of why, I, I, why I, the I, masses. Well, well, so I can tell you. And, and um, Freddie tapped into something that. So I, I feel like the turning point for him, because he's been around for a while, was the, the bandana album with, with uh, well, Pinata first with uh, Mad Lib. That was like 2014, I think. And then Bandana, I feel like, put him in a different conversation where, like, there was a wider... Uh, I don't even uh, know what I'm talking about, Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> there was a wider... Like, I'm over here like, the wider... <laughs> hold on, hold on. No. There, Can we talk about Travis Scott? Wait, wait, wait. wait, 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 you asked me a question. Let me at least finish it, and then we can talk about Travis. Yeah, man, you pant to his face, like, man. Like, <laughs> Let's get it off, man. Jesus, man. We got. A I'm just. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like you, you, you're asking me about the allure, right? Yeah, if I you're, if you're okay. some, right? If you're someone who really like like a certain type. If you're of a white sound, boy, no, no, no. If you really like like a certain. You type, listen to his music, absolutely. Alfredo, Bandana, I fuck with that shit. Pinata, yeah. Those were good albums. Really, really, really good albums. Despite do you know? 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 Do you know about Madlib as a producer and how incredible he is? Oh, so we talk about the producers. Oh, so well, we know, talk about Alchemist. We talk about Alchemist. Okay, we cool. can. We can. But so, so it's a combination. Okay. It's, the, it's rapping extremely well over great production, and it's a specific sound though. Like it's it's they're really bringing that underground shit back. Like it's a movement that was happening like back in like. All right, this sounds too good. Perfect. You know, we played a game of this or that on off the record. And I get, got a game of this or that for my man Carl Cherry. Okay, uh, this or that, Benny the Butcher or, or um, Freddie Gibbs, man. I gotta go with Freddie. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have a stake in the matter. Yeah, I was just hoping you meant <laughs> you want to really? be. Shout out to Benny. I support Benny, but I listen to Freddie more. You think than Freddie's me. a better rapper? Yeah. No way. Yeah. He's that good? I think he's met, he's made better albums. Really. Grammy nominated. I know you don't care about critical acclaim, but no, no, Grammy I, nominated. I, I, no, no, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alfredo, by the way, by the way, Alfredo. By the way, and, and despite Bandana. whatever I've said about him, like I could, I've, I've never been like, yo, he's just a whack rapper. Of course, like you're poking at him right now. No, no, I've never said he's a whack rapper. Yeah, but of course, I'm gonna joke on the fact that we wouldn't play his rap in certain settings. Duh, I don't like him. <laughs> you don't like me. <laughs> you're crazy. Shout out to Come Benny. Come on. I don't know Benny personally, but shout out to Benny. I support Benny. Which project would you play first? The Lobby Boys project or the new... <laughs> you know the Lobby Boys, yeah, Jim yeah, Jones yeah. and Mano. Uh, Mano yeah. <laughs> or the new... Uh, uh, um, I think it's upcoming. Which, by the way, this is a plug for you, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know I don't even got a problem with him? That's the funny part Ooh. about it. Freddie. Freddie's just like upset. I, I, I listen. Like I told you off camera, man. I just wish there was a way to just move past it and just. I prayed for him one day. Literally on your knees, pray for him. I was definitely not on my knees, brother. His girlfriend does that. His girlfriend does only fans. Right, Did you ever wait, see the video? Wait, 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 let's okay. not. Let's not. Right. What's like? I, I don't know why I even you. Well, she does. Words. But okay, all right. Cool. Like, we we'll just move past yeah. it. All right, we will do this or that. So if I do Kendrick or Drake, you're gonna pick Kendrick or Drake. Kendrick. I like I like bar like I like bars, substance, certain subject matters. I got you, I got, I got one. Um, I just want to see if you're on PG Lang's um um, um payroll. Oh, you said um, Keem or um, somebody else? Yeah, uh, uh, um, Keem or Jack Harlow. Wait, you have Jack over Keem? I think uh, uh, um I think Jack is. I think they're both vying for that new class, and I think Jack. Is definitely going to be in it. I think Keem has some work to do, which would be being more commercial without the assistance of Kendrick. Jack is way bigger than Keem. 
I know. Yeah, Jack. Jack, well, is, Jack, Jack is further than Keem. But Keem is going to check a very essential box that is going to need to be there for um, Keem is cooler. Okay, Keem, right, Keem is. I'll make you a question. It, I, so, I've had this conversation with a lot of people. This is it's so early, so it's, it's almost impossible for us to like get it right. But if we had to get like the next new school, who would that be? I have a few people. The next new school? Yeah. Give me parameters. It shouldn't be no parameters. The parameters should be if they had to at least agree and check most of the parameters of the last new school, but they exist now. Uh-huh. I say I say Keem is in there. I say um, Jack Harlow is in there. I say um, I think I think Corday could be knocking on that door. By the way, all these people I think will be people who can make songs that are. Pervasive throughout the culture, they, they they could be lyrically slick, lyrically entertaining, um, lyrically challenging, and um, the, the next person I would say is just I think it would, I think it would just be Young Boy. You say, you think that's it? Well, if we had to pick four, I think there's going to be a crop of them. Yeah, Young Boy, one thousand percent. Is Baby too advanced? You've been yeah, around yeah. too long? Yeah, I think we well, we just gotta pick under twenty five. That's why under twenty five, okay. So one YB for sure. Yeah. Keem for sure. Yo, wait, wait. Yo, young boy's really twenty two. Shit makes no sense. He's a beast. He's a beast. I feel like he did like two life sentences already in jail. I'm serious. Yo, you know you know what's sad about that? You know who's supposed to be in that conversation? Pushisty. Really? No way you don't think that. If 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 he was still out here able to make music and, and continue to build on what he and, and put out what, last year, no, no. I think he would. I think you and I would be because think about it, right? Like he would have definitely put out another project by now. I think we would, we would be talking about him at as one of those guys if if he delivered on the music. We'd be talking. About I agree. Him. No, no, yeah. I agree with you. I, I didn't think you would you would jump the gun just off the first project, but still, he was I, trending in that direction. I think he'd be close to Dirk. I think him and Dirk would have would have would have would have been this hovering in the same or him and Moneybag, yo. But wait, so you 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 you're saying you want you're naming the new faces of hip hop, basically. The new faces. And what I mean the new faces, everybody has under twenty five. By the way, I do believe Dirk is a star, superstar now. Um I think he's having this peak now. Shit, if he could get higher than this it would be amazing. But I'm thinking about who is the guys that when you know we're in 2022 right now, who's the guys in 2026? Who I so the way the movement is going, they gotta be a woman as a face. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Yeet. Okay, no, 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 no. The, the, um, Doja's Tupac. Ooh, Doja. Because because again, when when we're talking about parameters, right? The younger generation doesn't look at genres the way we do. Yeah, yeah. Doja raps on every fucking song. Mostly, um, so I feel like no, I don't think she's, she's in the culture. So I, feel I like, do think she's too pop because she got the, the thing about being on that fucking new school list is that you got to engage with the culture, and I don't think she cares to. I think she raps, but I don't think she cares to engage with the culture. You got Keem, Jack, YB. What's the fourth one you said? I don't know. You know what's scary right now? Mm-hmm. I feel like there's something happening with emerging artists. What do you mean? Like, look at the people we named in the last five minutes. Every year, we're used to having someone come out seemingly out of nowhere and go from emerging, developing artists to star. I think the last one this year was kind of Yeet. But Yeet, Yeet is has his own fan base and everything, but Yeet, Yeet didn't I don't do think what Yeet Jack wants Harlow to... did in 2020, what Roddy did, no, no, no. right? Like, I don't think Yeet wants to be that guy. Oh, no, no, he, he, he he's, I think, I think he's doing fine. I think, I think like this. he loves what's happening. Yeet's going to fall under the, the same parameters like a, a Uzi or a Cardi where if they wanted to play the mainstream game, they could have been way bigger, but they wanted to play the, mystique game and that game will keep them very fresh and new for a long time but it won't put them as one of the faces you gotta be the mainstream guy I think Baby really is the last guy who who just did it 
where we saw him come up from the ground up and we're like, oh shit, he's the guy now. Yeah. Uh I don't I, I can't disagree with your three picks. I'm trying to think. I feel like we're, we're um we're forgetting somebody obvious. And then I feel like there has to be a, a woman that's in that's in that True. conversation as well. L- let me ask you a question. Do you ever feel like um you're getting And I, and, I, and, I, and I actually commented about Gilly saying this to Ross recently, like old for this, in, in yep. the sense of every year there's going to be a new artist. Yep. Every year there's going to be a younger artist. Yep. There's probably an artist right now who's like 17 and buzzing and doing his thing. And you're like, yo, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, like, like you're just at the point of like, yo, bro. You know what I mean? Or like, like, like you mean like, wait, because it's too much. It's too many. It's like. Well, not only is it too many, but you're like, yo. But like, what, what, like, this got to be some shit that the fifteen-year-olds get. Like, like, I, 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 I give an example. <laughs> yeah. I give an example. Was it I know Yeet yeah. is so huge. I know two of his songs, definitely not verbatim. I know the titles, and Minions. when I see when I see the sales, I was like, maybe there's a wave happening that I'm not tuned into. It, it, Yeet is definitely an example of something where I was like, okay, I, <laughs> let me wrap my brain around it. And like, like, I'm looking, I'm like, yo, what, get, wait, Busy is another one. Minions. Who the fuck is, no, Busy, the song. I thought, oh, wait, oh yeah, he did a Minion get, song, didn't he? Uh, 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 get, is it Get Money? I'm trying, I'm trying to remember titles. Um, nigga, he has a song called Turban and some other shit, nigga. Turban. I, I only got Turban. two of them, brother. Uh, yeah, Yeet, I think. Yeet, this is why I'm glad I'm not the music guy, because. It would be fucking confusing if I had to keep up with someone's music. Well, here's the thing. That, that's the beauty of having a team, right? I'm not the only one keeping keeping up with this. Like, I got, I got a team in the U.S., and then we just have people globally, so everybody just meets on a weekly basis. And, and just talk about music? Yeah, but, 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 but strategically, right? Like, I was just in London um, last week. We all went to wireless with all the global programmers. Like, Ooh, okay, that from, from, You know, from, like... Guy from London is there, like the U.S. team is there. Dude from Sweden is there. The guy from uh, 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 the, the woman from um, Australia flew out. Like uh, the guy from Italy is there, and we're just sharing information and telling me what's happening in their market, and we're coming up with, you know, sharing information in terms of like what we're doing in our market and see if it can apply to theirs, vice versa. So, you know, whenever you. We, I talk to people about what I'm doing. It's never just me. It's a team of it. It's impossible for one person to keep up with all of it. I think people and think it, it's just you. Well, I th- yeah, I think I think people people in the industry Take knows it's a team. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Shout Take out to Sadiq. Shout credit. out to Mac. Shout out to Damo. Shout <gasps> out to Elijah. Don't do shout outs, uh, <laughs> dog. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> nah, but but. Nigga, check check off the record. (laughs) Don't look credits to said academics, nigga. (laughs) Nah, because... Camera operator. Academics. Editor. But but a team allows you to cover more ground. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like maybe I'm not as familiar with Yeet, but somebody on my team could be the person speaking to Yeet in the meeting and articulating it in a way that the rest of us understand. You know what I'm saying? I I think Yeet is in that, that I don't want nobody to know about me mode and... I keep telling artists, like, I don't even chase artists no more. I'm like, yeet, this is a bubble, okay? Hip-hop is really bigger. And when you're ready to get out of that bubble, you'll talk to me, okay? No one's chasing after you. If if, if yeet doesn't talk to Carl Cherry, he doesn't want to get that big. If you want to get to a superstar level, you just got to, like, and I guess th- this goes to another question, just generally, right? Don't get along because he's yawning. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of artists who are still trying to do the mystique shit. Yep. And then their fans are like, why aren't they that big? <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, they don't do interviews. They don't have a Twitter. They don't have no presence on the internet. But a few 15-year-olds really like their music and be like, why don't they get a, 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 like nominated for awards? <laughs> they don't get the music industry yet. But the other thing, the, the, the thing that's interesting about the Mystique thing, I feel like it started because some people were uncomfortable being visible. Or like they were painfully shy, or some shit. It's not strategic. It's just like, yo, if you actually ask that artist to speak, it'll come across a little weird. It's gonna hurt the business more than help it. Mm. So I think, you know, a couple people pulled it off in a cool way. The weekend was one of them. Uh, but I feel like after a while, everyone started doing the mystique thing, right? Too much. It's too much because it's like, 
I believe that you should come in and flood everything. You should come in and talk to everybody, say yes to everything that makes sense. And then when you get to a certain spot, you can back up and be selective. Drake doesn't need to do an interview if he doesn't want to. He just you does should it. do it on my platform, though. He, that, that's the moment that needs to happen. I think he needs to do you. I think he needs to do The Breakfast Club. Because of him and Charlamagne's nah, relationship, hell nah, man. he violated Charlamagne. He shouted him out too. Wait, when? <laughs> yeah, seven years. Yo, ago. he said, he said, I see, I see the, the, the dark patches like Charlamagne. Yo, he violated him. Like, listen, things. Charlamagne, I'm glad Charlamagne is on his. He's, he's yo, Charlamagne's like a monk right now. Like yo, he's on his like higher spiritual shit. He's not dissing things no more. He's growing a lot. Yo, Charlamagne was Charlamagne would be flaming these things up. Yeah, people were scared. Him coming down, I started thinking. I'm like, maybe I will. <laughs> but, but but you know, you know, it's great though. Like the funny thing is like, and I don't know if it's still like that because I don't have as much time to watch the Breakfast Club daily like I used to. But you felt the person's energy in the seat, being physically uncomfortable with being at the Breakfast Club, and that was mostly because Charlemagne might get him. Like it, it, it was just like people just nervous and people on the defensive. I, but but I, I but, think Charmin is transitioning. I, no, he's he's evolved. He's but evolved. like and, and 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 what's incredible is that he's still as interesting, right? Some people have of to course. use that as a crutch. I'm I'm gonna flame people. I'm gonna do something that's like more juicy or sensational. And if they pivot to something else, it's not as interesting. But he but because he's a super smart Yo, dude. He's intelligent. I, I respect Charlemagne so much because. He's done something that, you know. I remember he said a bunch of times. He was like, "This is from when I even used to do it. like yo." He's like, "Yo, you're not gonna keep doing the war in Chirac all the time," and it was basically just kind of like preemptively let me know, like, "Yo, there's gonna be a point where you stop and you do other things, and then people are gonna be like, why don't you do that? We'd love that.' Yeah, and then you're gonna do something else, and then you're gonna stop that. You're gonna you're growing. It's like he's growing, and I'm like, damn, this nigga was actually pretty smart. Pretty yeah. smart about it. So. Yo, I, I I know we about to go. Can I talk about the docu series that we're doing? Oh yeah, am I in it? You should be in it. We're not what docu shooting the uh, rap caviar docu series. Oh my god, that's great. Wait, you didn't see that? The docu series? We're, we're doing a docu series that's going to be on Hulu. Premieres in uh, November. Hulu got the bag, ain't they? I don't know. I didn't get none of those pennies. That's what I get, man. Okay, okay. Explain it. So, right. so, so, so. Okay, so, so first of all. Um, before we even get into that, like, I think Rap Caviar, and I want to give you credit, and I know you're, like, just not egotistical, so you won't take it, but, like, I feel like you have helped Rap Caviar become such a, it was always an influential playlist, but it's a brand, and, like, it's mentioned so many times, it sponsors things, it's affiliated with things, and it's just not just, oh, a subsidiary of Spotify. It's almost his own thing. Yep. Um, I don't know if that's you or someone else, but that, that was deliberate. Uh, and I, here's the thing. I, I do have to acknowledge the fact that there were things that happened before I joined, right? I've been at Spotify for four years, and there was uh, original content from Rap Caviar, right? There was Rap Caviar Live. That already existed. So really? I, so yeah, yeah. Tuma? Um, Tuma? Yeah, Tuma. Yeah, shout out to Tuma. Shout out to Tuma. So, um, so I have to give credit where it's due. Um, but when I joined, I did want to like make an effort to really focus on turning it into more of a brand. And, you know, uh, one of the things that we're exploring is, uh, expanding the editorial voice off platform, right? You'll notice like there's a lot more happening on social media, right? We have an agency we work with cause you know, obviously like this day and age, like your social platform has to be. You guys are great conversations, and and a lot of that conversation comes from. Hey, it's like some of the Mount Rushmore conversations yep. that you guys spark. It's like it, it's very productive. Yep, yep, yep. Shout out to Max who uh, oversees the, the 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 handle. But um, but yeah, it, it was more about like. A playlist is this one static thing and there's no context, right? If you look at, you know, you refer to it as being a new radio. Like if you look at other mediums that were like influential, like radio, you had a personality contextualizing music and culture. The blog, same thing. Somebody was writing it. Magazine, somebody was writing it. Where are you contextualizing a playlist? You just see 
a bunch of mm. songs. So my whole thing was always like, all right, let's build the world around it. And one of the more important things, because con context is like everything, is like, all right, let's build channels where we can speak and engage with the community. Not to cut you off, but but, but based on your history, like, you know, you, you came from obviously, well, Double you XL, Double XL. You had Double XL, yeah, right? Yeah. You, like, you came from really, like, actual, like, you know, magazines yeah. or, you know, what eventually became also online blogs. Um, was that a, nece a nece necessity in... In like kind of developing like rap caviar into this brand, like yo, we gotta we gotta do a lot more of this shit. I felt like it was right. Um, obviously, my background is gonna play a part in it because my brain is gonna be wired a certain way, and those are the things that I'm gonna gravitate towards, right? Um, but I think it was. I think I, I just don't think you could just have a playlist and call it a day. It's not enough. Mm. Um, and I, hopefully, these channels like. It, it, it's great when I see people hit me about something that we did on a social channel, right? Oh, man, like, that's cool. That's a cool creative. Like, we have this... A thing. lot of times you guys start a lot of... Like, you, you guys will have an image or some shit, and, and I'll repost it, and it's like one of those... You know, you know it's called, called it a hit. Once we get 5,000 to 10,000 comments, the niggas is arguing. Yeah. Niggas is into that shit. Yep. Yep. And and I, I think those one of those those cultural conversation pieces... And I think you guys do a good job of that. I appreciate that. But, th but that's why we're doing a podcast and a docu-series, right? Because you can only but say so much in a tweet or an image, right? So with the, with the podcast, we're hoping to have conversations like me and you having, but have a panel of people doing it and have more exten extensive conversations and debates. And then... It, it, it's that scary, though, because... For example, like, you know, when you do this, I'm going to ask you specific questions. Like, yo, why is this happening? Why is that not happening? Hey, you're not feeling this new song? Well, like, I think part of why we don't see that with podcasts is because a lot of people don't want to, like, it, it, it's Same so, thing I'm it's, doing, it's being editorial. a politician, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's being editorial. You don't want to have to explain every choice you're making, even if it's just a personal choice, or even if it's like, yo, no, I'm into this right now. Like when now when you have a podcast, say someone wants to kind of like get the mentality of what's going behind the the playlist, they're gonna be able to listen to you guys speak about but, it. But that that's not the forum for that. Like that forum is to have specific conversations. Like I told you, like mm. we talk about the next big three. Jenks is hosting it, right? So I'm gonna be a recurring guest, but I'm not the one. I'm not gonna sit here and have a whole conversation about how playlisting works okay, on okay, a rap okay. caviar podcast. That doesn't make sense. You made a good point earlier. People should know how it works by now. Yeah, yeah. The playlist is seven years old. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you don't know if you don't know. You ain't I, I, don't, know. I, I don't believe that you don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't like the yeah. answers you heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Because yeah. you can't wrap your brain around it. Um, obviously, you always keep an eye on that, right? Like. You, so so you this see, is a cultural thing, and this is just kind of adding on to the culture yeah, yeah. more than, oh, what you saw on the last two months it, of the playlist, it, it, we're it, discussing it, why we did it. It's not, it's not, it's not going to, like, obviously, if there's, like, some kind of conversation that happens and it, and it makes sense for us to bring up what's happening on the playlist, we are, but nah, we're talking about, like, literally some of the conversations that we've had tonight, yeah. like, overlap with some of the conversations that we're going to have or we've had in the testing of the podcast, right? Shit. So it's, we're, we're gonna look at what's be great. You said what? I fuck with Jinx. Jinx is incredible. That's my guy. He, he's a he's a great rap conversationalist. So I think he's the best for that job. I'm, I'm excited. And then on the other side of it, um, how do you make a docu series out of this? Well, well, it's two different things. That's what I'm saying. There's the Rap Caviar podcast, uh -huh. and there's Rap Caviar presents. That's gonna premiere on Hulu exclusively. The podcast launches August 4th exclusively on Spotify. Rap Caviar Presents premieres in November on Hulu. So one of them really con uh, focuses on conversations and debates. The other one is storytelling. So for example, Tyler the Creator is on the first episode, right? Literally, we're with Tyler. Of the docuseries? Yeah. This really? week, earlier, Pharrell's in it. Uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. So explain this. Which, you know... Um I think this takes a different life of its own. What what storytelling are you doing there? Because obviously, you know, you know, even um, just being on the Spotify platform, there are like 
there are podcasts that does some storytelling. They'll bring around some <laughs> artists or, you know, shoot, I was watching some stuff with like Kendrick and he was doing some storytelling as to how certain records came about. But what, what type of storytelling are you guys doing for a docuseries? So, so I'll give you an example and I'll give you something that we're not using so I don't spoil anything, yeah. right? So for the pilot, we did two stories. And one of the stories we did was around drill, right? And the story we were trying to get to the bottom of was, all right, look at the... And, you gotta you gotta remember like this is something we shot in 2020. Yeah. Um, around the time that Pop Smoke is about to come out with that uh, album, right? Yeah. So at the time, we're looking at Chicago, we're looking at London, we're looking at Brooklyn, and we're seeing the similarities between all the scenes. Which is, it seems like Drill has a ceiling, right? You have a rapper that's a flagship artist for that particular movement, and they seem to get. They get commercial success. They get a certain amount of commercial success. And then uh, it feels like they hit a wall. They can't get shows anymore. Police shut shut, shut their shows down. Um, they get arrested. Yeah. Like, it's literally happened in Chicago. It happened in London. And it happened in Brooklyn. So we interviewed Keith. We interviewed G Herbo. We interviewed Hetty One. We interviewed, um, rest in peace, Steve, you know, Pop, Pop's no longer here, so we interview Wait, like... You, uh, you guys not putting that shit out? You gotta put that out. We're having conversations right now. It's a the, fire episode. Oh, I agree, but the context is different because it's, it's two years old. So we would have to reframe that story and figure out a new way to tell it. But that's what I'm talking about, right? We're talking about stories that need to be told in hip-hop. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is a conversation to have, right? Because think about gangster rap back in the day, right? Which was also like documenting similar things as drill, right? Like the, the 50 Cent getting shot nine times. Like, like the, the stories around rappers, like when you knew they were authentic and real, How the baby, right? They ended up serving as marketing, a PR to propel that music to another level. For How some current? reason for drill... How current are, are you guys trying to be? Because, shoot, you know, like, if I was watching a piece, even if it was two years old, like, I would just understand it was a moment in time. Yep, yep, yep. And, yep, and yep, I would yep, be yep. able to, you know, as a astute consumer, be able to judge it for what it is for that time. Even if, I think it would be slight reframing, just basically saying, hey, you know, this was filmed two years yep. ago. Like, how, how current are you guys trying to get with it I, I in mean, terms of some of the topics or the artists you're trying to cover? You, you want to be as current as possible, but the, the, the sweet spot is to be current, but something that's like, it's now, but it's not going to be old in six months. Okay, so right? it's setting up what's happening maybe in a year. Exactly. Or, or like, because the thing with, I think with Pop, he's in such a different place. The, the stuff we shot, the stuff that, you know, we documented at the time, like, well, two years later, he came out with another album after. Like, the conversation is different. So mm. it just feels like a lot of that we have to go back and, and figure out. Like, and okay, it, update a little well, bit, too. Think about it, right? We talked about Central C. Central C wasn't popping in 2020 the way he is now. So yeah. it feels weird now to have a drill story without certain players that we don't have. So we're looking at that and we're, we're seeing, like, all right. Because we're having conversations about, like, all right, can we use it? And then there's other stories that we're talking about. There could be ways to fold and merge stories. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's what I mean by storytelling. I mean, like, the 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 podcast is going to be us in a room talking about stuff that's happening now, having conversations, having dialogue, going back and forth. And the docuseries Rap Caviar Presents is going to be more about stories. One central character, but the story that we're telling around that person is going to reflect something that's happening culturally overall. So for Tyler, it's his story, but what he's talking about is something that is rooted in, you know, history and like pertains to other people as well. Wow. Um I was going to ask why isn't it on Spotify but but but, but. You, you got to do it big with the big streamers, man. Yeah, I guess Hulu Hulu's doing their thing. Yeah, well, okay. All right, cool. No, no, I think that's dope. Um, um, is it, it, it looks, it, it, is it you behind all this shit? Nah, it's, it's definitely not just me. So, like, who, who's the, who's the so, fucking so, so, so. engine behind, behind <laughs> well, it, it, it's, it's a lot of people, right? So, so. Because they're putting rap caviar as, as the focus to make sure this is the brand 
that is just not gonna because rap caviar could have been like oh it's just a pot it's just a, it's just a playlist and then moved on there's so many ancillary parts that came out of it where it's like rap caviar um i would i would say that it could be something that could branch out and even partner with with, with which obviously it is yeah with Entities that aren't Spotify. Yeah, yeah. I think, well, it makes sense. I think it makes sense in other realms, right? Like, I'm talking about content right now, like TV and podcasting, but I definitely have my eyes in other avenues where it makes sense for us to partner with people. Uh, I'll leave that for, like, off the air. But um, and in terms of, like, who's guiding it, like, obviously, I run Rap Caviar, so, like, anything that we're involved in, like, I'm at the center of it, but collaborating with other people, whether it's, like, people on our team at Spotify or partners that we work with. So for the docu-series... Um, I got to shout out Jesse Burton because he was there at the beginning with us, like workshopping the concept. We work for a production company called um, IPC. They, they did the, uh, the free Meek Mill documentary that was on Amazon a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, I remember, I remember. Right? So we're working with them. Uh, myself, Liz Gately, she's an executive of Spotify from the studio side, right? Like the, the same uh, team as, um, you know, Matt Cutler that we mentioned and other people. So myself and Liz Gately are the ones overseeing on the Spotify side. But then, we're partnering with the production company and also with Hulu, right? So we meet with Hulu executives every week, tell them ideas that we have for shows, uh, for episodes. There's a uh, Karam Gill who did the um, the the little baby doc that's coming out soon that they they screened at uh, Tribeca. Oh shit! He is the creative director of the series, and uh, Steve Revo. That's shit, I see Drake narrating. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, you saw that. You saw that. He's been telling me about it for a while. But yeah, so it's not just me. Like, so I'm representing the rap caviar and Spotify interest, and you know, because I'm one of the people who came up with the idea. Like, I know exactly what it is, but I'm not a filmmaker. I'm aspiring to become one, and I'm you know learning on the job with this series. But I'm learning from. Hulu, I'm learning from my PC. I'm learning from Steve Revo, who's done this job for like many, many years, and Karm, who's a director. So it's a collaboration, but the the, the nucleus, like on a day to day, like me, Steve, and Karm, like talk all the time. I have to be back next week on Wednesday because we're shooting for the docu series here in Miami. God damn. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Damn, Carl Cherry just fucking flex on me. On how, <laughs> I wasn't trying, man. On how goddamn he is important to Spotify. I'm not saying and that. How much man. shit he's greenlighting. You got more money than me, bro. Nah, I don't know about that yeah, one. Yeah, you man. do. I don't know about that you one. Do. Man. I ain't gonna lie, man. This guy is just set. they gave me a private jet or no? No, no, no. I flew coach. How many, how many bands they got middle, to me? Middle seat, bro. You probably That's was first cap. class. That is cap. I not. will give you proof. I was middle seat 2018 E. Like, I forget, but I was I was I was Who yeah. Can, yeah, oh, no, that, means, that, means the, 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 that first class money went to your paycheck. That's it. Nah, bro. I wish I was first class. I need to work on that. Yo, I'm not you're there called Cherry, brother. What that mean? Oh, you probably just want to humble yourself. I think it's important. I, I believe in, in, in trying to stay. No, somewhere. nigga. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. You, maybe you're too skinny, nigga. I'm fat, nigga. I got to be in first class. I tell everybody, I need space. <laughs> I need space. Well, anyway. Well, 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 act is different, man. Like, well, it, you will get videos. Like somebody will record you because oh, yeah, you and coach is like, at, uh, this nigga, at, yo, uh, I that me, I'm just a random person. Yo, <laughs> yo, I sleep so bad. One day I was coming back, I can't remember where. They gave me a middle seat. I ain't gonna lie to you. Pause on this extra pause. I fell asleep on a nigga's shoulder. <laughs> the nigga didn't move me, bush me, nothing like that. I'm thinking, I'm in the gang, bro. I, I, I'm at baggage claim, getting my bag, about to walk to the car. I see somebody sent me a message. It was like, yo, yo, you know the nigga you sat next to? He took a video of you. He said, yo, man, I'm sitting next to this bitch-ass nigga academic. I should smack him. I'm like, wow. what? I'm like, this nigga was cool the whole flight. <laughs> but it is what it is, man. Listen, one day we'll be Carl Cherry, who could, well, actually... He lied about that whole middle seat thing. But, Carl, listen, I'm excited. For, you you got to bring him on the podcast. I'm going to be tight. Absolutely. That's fact. And um, if you give me a cameo in the uh, docu-series, I would love to get my Hulu credits up because I was definitely in After Party. Salute to Kyle and, and whoever made that possible at Complex. But I was in there for like 20 seconds. I'm trying to get my movie I'm, I'm DB credits up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You feel nah, me? Nah, you're definitely on my short list, man. 
All right, bet, man. Yo, listen. Yo, um, for everybody who's watching this, man, I want you to, you know, I want to thank Carl Cherry for coming on, being a guest. I know he probably gets a lot of media requests, and I'm pretty sure he probably ducks a bunch of, as he should. I am very honored to have him on here. Hopefully, I ain't go too hard. But I had to, you know, at least, you know, hold him to the fire on certain shit. You know, that's my guy. Um, Hip-hop conversations with him is always great. And, you know, um, it, it's it's people like, I think, him and me, who just love the culture despite where we personally fall on the spectrum that need to have that conversation to keep the shit going. So, you know, I thank you for coming on, bro. And, um, you know, uh, I've been hunting to try to get your ass on here for a minute. I was trying to get this nigga in LA. <laughs> nigga was like, yo, roll out. I'm like, yo, watch where roll out come around. He's going to be like, he's busy as fuck. Nah, he made nah, time. Yeah, 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 made time. Yeah, yeah. Man of my word, man. Made time. My guy, man. My guy. Anything, anything else you want to plug? Nah. You, you want everybody... All the independent artists follow you on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. You can if you want to. And I'll try. <laughs> no, I, you, I'm serious about this. I'm actually trying to be better about my DMs because I, 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 I am serious about what I said earlier. Like, we do try to level the playing field as much as possible. I know it's not an easy task, but we, we, we understand that, like, Independent artists don't have as much access as other people. Facts. So that's literally why I be on Twitter like every couple, I mean, every now and then and just like ask people, yo, send me songs. And you know, it's funny when people that know me is are on that thread sending me music. I'm like, yo, get out the way. Like, you know me, you can text me a song. <laughs> Let the kid who doesn't yeah. know me for nothing, give me the link. Yeah, that's a fact. That's so, a fact. Uh, nah, nothing to plug. Like the, the docuseries, um, Rap Caviar Presents, is going to premiere on Hulu in November, and then the podcast hosted by Jinx August 4th exclusively on Spotify. That's it. But thanks for having me, man. No, of course, of course. Facts. And, and I'm going to give you one, one secret. He, he swore me not to say what I got to say. Listen, if y'all want to bribe me, I got to send him like gummies. That's his only thing. <laughs> no, 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 you no. send him some gummies, okay? He will definitely, okay, playlisters actually won't. No, he won't. No, he won't. No, he won't. Listen, hey. I, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the day that the day that I catch my nigga Carl like black and white be like yo he really just took the 150 bucks to throw this nigga on the playlist <laughs> nah Stop he would it. never do that man this guy is too much too much character he gotta be a little bit like me man get the bag alright yo everybody thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Off The Record Podcast this has been your gracious host DJ Academics this has been the most powerful nigga in the industry which is Carl Cherry he don't want to take credit for motherfucking nothing. But we in Miami, I'm going to hopefully hit the club with him tonight. I'm going <laughs> to see I'm gonna see what's hanging out with a real superstar looks like. All right? I'm with him. <laughs> Peace. I'm out. All right. Good Here shit. Here we go. Good shit. Perfect. Oh. Uh,